0: Welcome to Megan Fun of Sports. It is Tuesday. Megan, it's, March, it's our, March. One of our favorite months here at Megan Fun of Sports. We all know it's March Madness. We love basketball. We were gonna
1: say Women's History Month. Oh well, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it is also Women's History Month. We are women. We love we are women. women. Yep. So we're we're big proponents of March here on Megan yeah. Fun of Sports. And this week in particular is a big week for Megan Gailey's hometown, Indianapolis. Megan, how are you feeling on this March Tuesday morning?
1: All eyes on Indy. I'm feeling excited. I'm maybe the only person on earth who gets excited when the combine comes. I've been sending out off the beaten path food recommendations because everyone knows the St. Elmo's, probably the Harry and Izzy's. I think there's like one steakhouse downtown prime 1933, whatever it is. And so I've been giving people my Listen, you got to go here. Nobody else at the NFL will know about it. Um I have a friend who's staying at the hotel where I was crowned prom queen. I mean, mm. you you land in Indy and it is just a, a a
0: tour of hot spots of my life. Absolutely. And I've already started to see the St. Elmo's Shrimp cocktail all over my Instagram story. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about it is Combine Week in the NFL. This is the meat market for the NFL. They Mm -hmm. take these prospects, they examine their bodies, they quiz their brains, and then all of the media members watch it go down and then go out and party in Megan Gailey's hometown of Indianapolis. What more could you ask for than Steakhouse's... And football, if uh, you know you're in the Midwest, and I'm
1: guessing the strip clubs get poppin'. Um, there's Definitely. only there's only one strip club downtown in in Indy proper. I think I've um, mentioned them on the show before because they do communicate with me on twitter it's called the red garter and it's right by the stadium um but yeah i think this is, india's hosted it for so long and i think that is coming to an end um because the nfl you know has this massive new complex out here i think vegas has definitely um, sparked their interest in a lot of different ways so kind of the end of an era happening too
0: it's sad. I love these Midwest cities. It's like, you know, this is what football's all about, but now we have to go flashy and bring it to LA. I just hope, you know, Canton, Ohio, keep the Hall of Fame there forever. We don't need that to get fancy. I like when things are in obscurer places. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so in honor of Combine Week, a lot goes goes down at these things. Um, I came up with an interview for you. Oh, And great. I'm going to interview you. <laughs> as a prospective NFL player. Okay, I would just like
1: to say that I think as a prospective NFL player, I would do really well at the interview and really bad at everything else. If you had me run a 40 right now, I would be waddling down the field.
0: Well, we should talk measurements are a big part of the combine, and your baby is on track to make his way to the combine as well.
1: Yeah, my baby is measuring at the 98th percentile in size. Um, If you don't know what that means, it means he is as big as a baby can be. And that is really quite alarming to me and really hilarious and heartwarming to everyone else for some reason. I think the next Aaron Donald
0: is. Oh my God. Right
1: now. Oh my God. If there's a defensive end inside of me right now, I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's see for the interview. And I just want to mention to our audience here, all of these questions that came up are real questions that were asked to players in interviews. Um, All right, so here we go. We will start with our combine interview. Here is our player candidate, Megan Gailey. She is a defensive end out of Indianapolis. Honored to be here. Who do you call on a bad day? My mom, Peggy. Okay. Um, What is one thing you would change about yourself if you could? Um, you know, I do have
1: varicose veins and I know that you can change them. There's an operation and I've also heard that insurance covers it, but, um, yeah, I think I would probably, that's just been top of mind. Are there some mental and emotional things? Sure. But I think I'm pretty good at hiding those. And that would help contribute to our football team. Absolutely. Because, um, I do think varicose veins can tend to be painful. And if I were to remove them, I'm just able to, um, you know, stave off a
0: potential injury. Okay. We'll move on. Um, what's something that you worked hard at, but were unable to accomplish? Ooh, um, You know, I've watched a lot of Jeopardy in my life,
1: and I really, really thought that I would make it onto there. I've never taken the test, and I did hear the test got easier during COVID, and I still didn't take it because I was scared, but I never was on Jeopardy, and I never got to meet Alex Trebek.
0: Mm. Um, Do you find your mother attractive?
1: Oh, yeah. My mom is really pretty, and we look a lot alike, so if you don't find her attractive, then you also think I'm ugly.
0: What will you buy with your signing bonus check? Um, I will buy
1: probably a condo, you know, don't want to buy a house. Maybe, I guess it depends where I go. And then, um, I'll go back to my high school and buy everybody breakfast too. (laughs)
0: Um, okay. Moving on. Um, what's your murder weapon of choice? Remember, these are all questions yeah. that are asked in real life interviews. Uh, my
1: my murder weapon of choice is my hands. I can kill someone with my bare
0: hands. Would you rather be a cat or a dog? A dog. Woof 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 woof. <laughs> um, where are you sitting on a bus speeding on a mountain? Um, I'm the driver. Okay, thank you, Megan, for your time. That concludes our interview with um, NFL defensive end prospect Megan Gailey. (laughs) Megan, those are some real-life questions. You think I'm going to the Jets? (laughs) Do you Um, find your mother attractive? That was a real question. I looked up all of these. These were all real. I started with the normal character interviews, and then I got to the weird part. Like, would you rather be a cat or a dog is a question that is being asked in in Indianapolis right now at the combine, and I bet these boys are so like paralyzed with fear to be like, I don't want to say
1: the wrong. What if I said a cat, and I'm what if I say a dog, and I'm interviewing with the
0: Panthers, and they're mad because they're cats? Can you imagine sitting across a room from Bill Belichick, and he asks oh you, "My God, what your murder weapon of choice?"
1: Is? I'd be like, what? <sighs> um, "What? Not what Aaron Hernandez used." <laughs> oh my- That's what I would say. Oh, and you know what? They had a famous. If you listen to, um, I know it was on the podcast. I'm not sure if it ended up being in the doc. Aaron Hernandez flew to Indy during the combine to ask Bill Belichick to trade him out of New England, and Bill said, "No, not going to happen."
0: Wow, that yeah, that that is is something. But um, back to the (laughs) combine. I just couldn't believe these questions. I thought no, it'd be a crazy. funny bit. You know, we came up with questions <laughs> to ask you and I, um, for, for the NFL draft, there's a lot of money on the line and these yeah. coaches are really trying to get to know these players. These are very interesting questions.
1: Yeah. I, I think just in some ways they do know what they're doing. And then in some respects they have no fucking idea what they're doing. You know, like it's like, it's a, it's, it's not a flip of a coin, but they have these guys track record. They're seeing them. And, and we've seen people show out at the combine and then kind of be us. And we've seen people not have great combines and then be incredible. I think we've all seen those pictures of Tom Brady, his rookie season. And he looks like a guy you wouldn't want to go to a dance with. Yeah.
0: Um, I think the combine is just really funny in general. The whole mm-hmm. NFL meeting there to examine these players. I think it it's just an excuse for people to party too. It might be. Definitely. Yeah. Um, another part of the combine is the wonderlick test. I don't know if any of these things matter because I'm not an NFL GM, but we're going to take the Wonderlick test. Eddie has, oh boy. Eddie has everything here for us, and um, we're taking it. So, Eddie, ah! take it away.
2: All right. Uh, so, should we do this? Both You guys both get the same question. I, I say who's right and who's wrong, or do you want to go one and one?
1: Uh, we'll go one and one.
0: Okay. So, we're going to keep score. All right. Uh.
2: No, this is uh, this is Aren't our they Wonder- long though. This is uh, the, the sample I have is 50 questions, so we can no. stop it after however do you want, but we'll do uh, 10. Yeah, let's do 10. All right, who who <coughs> wants the honors of going first here for the look?
1: Megan Connolly. Okay, Right.
2: Uh, right, first question. Wow, this is uh, this is a layup. The 11th month of the year is
0: 11th month is November.
2: Uh, that would be uh, correct. All right, <laughs>
0: now I'm nervous. I'm like, oh I god, know. what if I screw this up?
2: Uh, the second question has some math on it. A shop owner bought some shovels for fifty five hundred dollars. The shovels were sold for seventy three hundred dollars with a profit of fifty dollars per shovel. How many shovels were involved? And what? they give That's... you mul- they give you multiple choice. A is eighteen, B is thirty six, C is fifty five, D seventy three, E ninety, F none of these.
1: What I, I... November? <laughs> um, I, th- I, I honestly, I'm just gonna say 18, but I don't think that's correct.
2: The correct answer is B, which is 36, uh, and Off. the reasoning is the total profit from the sales: the selling price minus the cost of purchase was a seventy-three hundred minus fifty-five hundred equals eighteen hundred. The total profit is eighteen hundred. Each shovel is fifty dollars for profit. The amount of the shovel is eighteen hundred divided by fifty, which is thirty-six.
1: Okay, so- and I couldn't do that in my head, and also none of them should be asked to do it either. Okay. I want
0: the quarterback that gets that answer wrong and gets November. Correct. Yeah. I think that's who I want. That's myself. my guy. <laughs>
2: All right, question. Oh, there's another layup. For, I want to swap it. I want to give. Uh, <laughs> okay, I want to yes. give a harder thank you. one now. Okay, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I play fair, Megan. Don't worry. Okay, thank you. So there are three times the amount of elephants compared to to giraffes in the safari. There's a total of 88 elephants and giraffes. How many elephants are there in the safari? It's the none multi- of these. And the that's your that's your final answer. Yeah. The correct answer is E. Uh, if there are three times as many elephants as there are giraffes, giraffes can be defined as X as, and the elephants as 3X. And the following equation is 3X plus X equals 88. 4X is 88. Eighty divided by 4 is 22. Um, as stated above, X stands for the number of giraffes. Thus, there are 22 giraffes. As mentioned in the problem, there are three times as many elephants as there are giraffes in the safari. Thus, to find how many elephants there are on the safari, multiply oh the number of giraffes God. by three. 22 by three, 22 this times is three is 66. Up. 66 is the total number of elephants. So the correct answer is E. Uh, now, Megan Gailey, you're going to have a layup here. How many states are there in the USA? A, 20, B, 30, C, 40, D, 50, E, 60.
1: There's a multiple choice for
2: this? They're, yeah, they're um, all multiple choice. There's 50. That is correct. Is all the winner
0: right. timed?
2: It is timed. It's a 12-minute test.
0: Oh, oh my 12 God. minutes for 50 questions. So you just
1: have to skip these math ones. Honestly, Eddie, I think we've got the idea of it. They even with
0: four. I know we said 10 and I'm like I can't get another math question. No, now. I I already I stopped listening. Question. And then Eddie started to explain the answer and no, no I'm not this is not to be disrespectful to Eddie, but about 5 seconds into him explaining I I was out. I know. And
1: I I don't want to make the Big Ten look bad because we've got two Big Ten grads here. Now, Eddie, while you're with us, you have just returned from Florida. Um, You are on a cleanse right now because you are about to be a groomsman. I'm so happy to hear you're doing this, not because I think it's going to work, but because this was my go-to whenever I was a bridesmaid. I remember having to be in like back-to-back weddings and I was like, I'll just do a cleanse in between. And of course I'll lose 30 pounds and everyone will be like, who is she that did not happen how is the cleanse going well right. wait
0: first of all we have to say he's on a cleanse because he was down in florida so this is yes. what happens to people when they leave florida is they need to be just vacation. In i general. just live here but eddie <laughs> spends a week in florida and now he's back in la with all the juice people
2: yeah, as I said before, my my veins are like uh, just running full of rum and fish mm. dip. And um, my my friend who's – one of my, my best friends who's wedding it is, he was like, yeah. He's like, I, I got a three-day cleanse and I managed to get through a day and I still ate food. So I'm nervous for how I'm going. Right now, we're witnessing history. I'm, this is my first one, green two from creation. Okay. Uh, that, that's, that's breakfast for me. It's not terrible, but it's not great either. Um, but it was one of those things where I had to do it. Like I, I have yeah. to fit in the tux. Uh, my my body was just like breaking down from just the sun and all the booze and and the the, the fried food down in Florida and I'm yeah. like I need I need to shock the body lose the weight get rid of the toxins so I'm gonna be committed I have I you know I paid for it so I have three days so uh, just you know wish me well and uh, I'll see if I can get through this through Thursday.
1: Wishing you so well. Are, do you get to have like celery? Is there any hard food, raw food that you can eat as well?
2: There's like oats. There's like soup. <laughs> Oops. Um, maybe maybe, maybe a, like a, a greens in there somewhere. I've I have the bag in front of me. This your first
0: cleanse experience
2: for a t- extended period of time. Yeah. Like I've I've done uh, a, a half a day, or I've done a few juices here and there. But like to, to completely get rid of food that I'm buying and just stick to the the program. This is the first time.
0: Now, are you going to write a post on Twitter after this cleanse, like Aaron Rodgers last I'll, week?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I will update everyone on each uh, item I consume. I, I, I rated this one; it's like a six out of ten. This juice is not bad, but it's because
1: the, the tux has been rented. The size is committed.
2: This, and I have no time I'm, I'm flying a yeah. red eye Thursday night I have no time to adjust the, okay. the tux I did try it on it is it is you know it fits at my worst uh-huh. right now but uh yeah this is a bad week to go to, to go to South Florida
0: we could have buttons popping on the tux. yeah,
2: yeah I, I well hopefully if the juice uh, the juice cleanses its job hopefully not.
1: And that is creation with a K. I'm that is guessing. creation with
2: a K. That's, okay, that's great.
1: Over. L.A., thank you. <laughs> Eddie, we wish you well. Thank I am you. I am trying to make it into a baby shower dress this Saturday, and ain't no cleanse I can do for that. Just got, <laughs> just got to hope and pray it zips.
0: All right, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back with more exciting topics like Ja Morant <gasps> dominating the NBA. Stay with us. Did you like that? That was a little teaser coming back, coming out of break. All right. Um, We're getting the show thing down. We are back here on Megan Fun of Sports. Megan Gailey, I don't know if I've ever been more proud of myself in my life, and I am a very proud person, but over a year, well, no, almost exactly a year ago, I was Mm -hmm. told that I needed to pick a new last name. My choice, (laughs) any name I wanted, I needed to pick one. And obviously it was going to be an NBA player. And I thought long and hard about this. I said, I want someone who's more up and coming. I can't be Megan Mm -hmm. Curry because Steph Curry has already Mm -hmm. gotten there.
1: And Megan and Curry don't really go together. Like, because when I hear Curry, I think, mmm, yellow Curry. Um, You know, I think food. And when I hear Megan, I just think potatoes. So it's like, which there are potatoes in Curry. I will, I guess... But, you know, okay, sorry.
0: So I wasn't going to go Megan Jordan, you know, Michael Jordan. It's already been done. I'm picking an up and coming player. I chose John Morant. I named Mm -hmm. myself Megan Morant. I got approved by work and Mm -hmm. I became Megan Morant. And now John Morant looks like he could be the next big thing throughout the league. I'm talking worldwide. This kid is much watch TV.
1: He, I think he's already there. Like he's truly, and you know, I, I have the softest place in my heart for quote unquote, small market teams. And it's like, I want to say to the programmers, we got to get Memphis on TV. Okay. Like, uh Oh, I don't want my husband to hear, but it's like, I'm being forced to watch these Lakers games and they're bad. They're really, really, really bad. And it's like, we could be watching the Grizzlies right now. And instead we're watching Jeannie Bus walk out on her own damn game. I love jaw. I, I even love Purdue has like a jaw. Um, kind of not a knockoff, but like a young jaw, Jaden Ivy. And I love him whenever I, I, whenever I see even just like my white girlfriends with a top knot, I go, you got jaw hair. Like he's, he's taken over my psyche. Whenever we talk to the baby about who he, his fan, like who he's going to be a fan of, we just say Jaw Maria Cause it's like, it seems like by the time maybe he's like five jaw will be the LeBron of the league. And I just, uh, I, Him and he's just so cool too. And it's and it's effortless.
0: Yes. Everything you're saying, I couldn't agree more with about jaw And let me just say, when I named myself Megan Morant last year, he wasn't he wasn't this jaw. This is a different jaw. I mean, he had it in him, but what we're seeing from him, it's so exciting. Last night, I think he got the ball with 0.3 seconds left in a pass in the half. There's 0.3 seconds left in the half mm-hmm. he barely touches the ball for the pass and somehow or another gets a shot off and hits a buzzer beater buzzer beater and not only that but he had 52 points franchise wow. record and what this Memphis team is doing I don't think they're gonna make it but dang I want to see them I win know. their win their conference absolutely I mean I I want to see them play every single game
1: huge um Jaw fans here. And I and I do have to give credit to you. This, I think, honestly, when you picked that name and it ended up being such a jackpot, that's probably what reeled you into your sports betting. I think that's your origin story. You bet right and you bet big. And it but I'm gonna
0: win no money off of this.
1: Like (laughs) well, but like just being able to carry that last name. Um now I hate to bring up a downer, but Jaw Morant was obviously the number two pick. In the draft, mm. the number one pick was a young man named Zion Williamson, who I will continue to defend and have so much love for. Um, you sent me a clip this morning. It is uh, Mardi Gras, and and it's so weird for Mardi Gras to be this late. I feel like it's yes. usually, and I know it has to change based on like when Ash Wednesday is.
0: I guess. <laughs> like a terrible, Jesus dies on a different day. Every oh my day. God! I think today's Fat
1: Tuesday then. It is. It is. Well, okay, great. I'm feeling it. Um, so they make floats. They have parades, New Orleans, an amazing party city. Um, not the chain store, but (laughs) an actual city that parties and they made a float. I actually can't describe it. I would rather you take it away. Is this too emotional for you? It's it's very upsetting to me. It really is. And I'm not even being facetious. It like I'll I'll let you describe it and then I'll tell you what my issues with it are.
0: Okay, I'm going to send this article to Eddie so he can put the picture of the float up so that if this is our clip everybody can see it. But um they put a float up of I think it's funny. I really I I think this is where we differ and it has a Big picture. You've got a big pelican. A big pelican on the front of the float. I'm watching it drive by. And it has an oversized cartoon version of Zion Williamson looking very fat. And the jersey says one ton. Evil. (laughs) Megan, if you are a Pelicans fan right now, you cannot still love Zion. You just can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. He's a busted number one overall pick. I'd be out of my mind furious. I and he's she, not playing because he's injured because he's fat. And well he won't we,
1: lose weight. We don't know that for sure. I do think that he's making his best effort. I think he's somewhere trying. I also don't just don't think he wants to be in New Orleans. And I don't think it's fair for anyone in New Orleans to call anyone fat. Okay? Um, we've seen... Uh, po' boy is your like food of choice, which is delicious. But when I go to New Orleans, I gain 15 pounds. So if they made a flow to me, I'd be using my hands to murder some people. It's very sensitive to me right now. I obviously have a lot of hormones coursing through my body. I think to be like just so aggressively – Fat shaming this child like he's still young, and he's clearly going through something. He has a body that's different, you know. And and I I desperately hope we're not seeing a Greg Oden situation. But it's like his body is huge. Remember when it he is, broke a shoe in college? Like the shoe, literally loaded
0: a Nike shoe. And so his everything
1: about the makeup of his just genetic being, we cannot understand, um, jaw is built different. And so I think he's going through changes. Um, I, I think he's trying to figure it out. I think being that size puts so much strain on your joints. And I just think to, I think you can be mad. He's not playing, but It's, like, aggressive body shaming at this point. And it's, like, do you think this is going to make him want to stay? Like, I'm not saying don't be mad at him, but to make a float where he has a jersey on that says one ton and then a bunch of donuts. Like, of course he wants to leave.
0: See, this is, is, we would expect this more out of Philly fans. Like, if a player in philadelphia if zion was in philadelphia this would not surprise me at all that philly fans were making this float And i think that's why i laugh at it because i just imagine these enraged fans but pelican fans aren't like this i don't think there really are even any pelican fans that's what i'm saying so it's like you're so they're just like you know what i don't even care about the
1: pelicans but i love making fun of fat people and it's like well then that's fucked up and i'm obviously huge right now and so it's very hurtful to me specifically too and I just can't imagine if someone was making fun of my big fat baby. Like, if someone made a float with my big fat baby on it, I would be so distraught. This is someone's little baby boy. Ugh. And he seems, he's so kind-hearted. Like, he's never done Yeah, but you're the number one overall
0: pick, too. Like, I understand the sympathy and, like, the personal side of it. But also, you're the number one overall pick. Can you please just figure it out and play so that we can all see you, too? I'm just... I don't think he likes the team. I know, but suck it up and play! I just want to watch Zion again.
1: Uh, Every time I've been to New Orleans, people are like, eat, 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 eat. And now they're like, this guy got too fat. It's like, well, whose fault is that? Oh my gosh. I almost cried when I saw it. I almost cried. I was,
0: I was like deeply upset. Really? Deeply upset. Yes. I do best. love him. I just, I'm part of me is just bitter because I haven't seen him play and I want to see him play.
1: Yeah, we miss him, of course. But you get a lot more bees with honey than you do floats with donuts on it.
0: <laughs> well, I guess Pelicans <laughs> fans are making a statement here. They're not happy with Zion. And if I'm a Pelicans fan, I feel the exact same way. All right, moving forward, we mentioned how it's March and we all look forward to March because of college basketball. But there's another sport that usually starts in April that may not be starting at all this year. Have you kept track at all of baseball? Do you care about this? What are your, If baseball just went away forever, would you be upset? So I have
1: been keeping tabs on it um, because I do like their like grand statements. I think Mm -hmm. there was like a a deadline at midnight last night. You know, they keep making up these like, we don't come to it. It's like when kids are playing, like if we don't share, then, you know, and you're like, none of this is real. Um, And I know they've been meeting and I do care about it because I love going to Dodgers games and the Dodgers are one of the best teams in baseball and they're very exciting and they make a lot of money and they spend a lot of money and the city of Los Angeles loves them. So, uh, and I really wanted to take my family who's going to be here in July to a game to see fireworks. And I really want my baby in a little Mookie Betts jersey. Mm. So um, I, and I really honestly feel for the players. I'm on the player side. And I think when you have billionaires fighting with, Some millionaires, It's especially while there's like a war going on, Eddie's doing a cleanse, you know, there's a lot of things happening in the world. It's very easy to be like, fuck all of you. But I do think a lot of baseball players are not millionaires and have played so long and come into the league a lot later and i think what the owners are doing to the minor league system is exploitative and so it's like just fucking pay you guys share the money already you can be the orioles you can be the worst team and you're still getting money just pay these young guys and it's 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 just very hard to get in the brains and sympathize with a bunch of male millionaires
0: I haven't really followed the strike as much. I feel like Winter Olympics didn't follow at all. The strike mm-hmm. is number two. How I feel about it is just let me know if you guys are going to play. I love the White Sox baseball. It was my yeah. number one sport as a kid. If it went away, I would be bummed, but it wouldn't wreck me. Yeah. I do
1: think it would wreck baseball though. Oh, like yeah, they dead. need the season more than we do and the fact that they don't know that and and just the decisions they made and I don't want to put it all on Rob Manfred but it's like y'all are losing in in the ratings and a lot of your fans are dying because they're very old um so it's like you got to be celebrating these young cool guys and they just they don't seem to understand that
0: no there could be a John ja Morant of baseball and we just wouldn't know it because it's fernando tatis like, and he's nowhere near as big as john ja Morant. no baseball uh-huh. has a big problem it is sad because i love nothing more than when the White Sox are good. And I love nothing more than their team right now. But unfortunately it's it doesn't look good. I don't know. They're supposed to come to a decision today. So okay. let's see. <laughs> oh gosh. Nobody makes a better hot dog.
1: You know, it's like <laughs> we're not even like gonna miss the game that much. We're just like, oh my God, I want to get drunk outside, please.
0: Yeah, sitting in an outdoor space, eating a hot dog, drinking a beer on a summer day. Like we need society needs that right yeah yes dodger stadium yeah it's the easiest venue for me to get to in LA just
1: keep the stadiums there and like have other Yeah. They. oh yeah I saw the lemonade tour at dodger stadium and it was incredible um so yeah they have concerts there I hope they still shoot off the fireworks like
0: it's gonna be sad though my neighborhood's gonna be very sad Also, in the world of baseball, Derek Jeter has stepped down. Yeah, from his role as CEO of the Miami Marlins,
1: and he's selling his four percent shares too. He's cashing out. Um, Word on the street is that him and the owner had a falling out. Now, I always wonder when men have a falling out because, like, I've had falling outs with people. You've seen, I definitely
0: had falling outs.
1: And, and I think women, I, I think women get pinned as like dramatic, but Mm -hmm. it's like men have falling outs too. So it's like, what would Derek Jeter and this owner of the Marlins have a falling out about? You know, like, is it a tab someone didn't pay? Is it like years of hostility? Is it a woman they both liked? Is it like a boat that one of them wanted that the other one swooped in and bought? What could these two rich dudes be fighting about in Florida give
0: me we need a television show on that like we need to know that's what i'm saying that's what i want reporters to be reporting on like please stop covering the strike we don't Just let us know if they're going to play or not. It's a very simple tweet. Baseball's back or baseball's dead. But please give us the deets on what is going on between all of these fallouts.
1: Yeah, give us the tea. Why are these rich guys mad at each other?
0: Um, Speaking Um, of some L.A. gossip, Megan, uh, you ran into someone slightly famous and fell in love on Saturday. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm – let me set the scene.
1: I'm at a two-year-old's birthday party, and I'm (laughs) sitting – eating. (laughs) I literally got there. There was Chick-fil-A and I was like, I'll be right here. So I sat
0: right next to the food table. I met- Wait, let me stop you right there. If you had a chapter for pregnancy, would there be something that just said sitting and eating? Sitting and eating. Yes, absolutely. Yes.
1: And I haven't reached the point yet where I can rest a plate on my belly, but it's coming fast and I'm excited. Ooh, a
0: couple of weeks away. That's going yes. to be perfect for March Madness, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Plate you know what? on the belly, watch the games. March Madness, I don't think it's um, the credit it deserves as an eating holiday, but I really think. I'm going to have a spread for it this year. So a really nice gal sits down, um, chatting with her, loved her. She had a 12 pound baby, you know, so I'm telling her about my 10 pound baby. And then, and then her husband, I'm talking to him. I talked to this couple for probably 45 minutes. They're so lovely. They're telling me to have a C-section. You know, we're really getting into it. We're, We're talking about, bodily fluids in part. and parts. Wow. And I had been introduced to him and his name was Ryan. And then he started, then we did get to the combine, you know, we're, we're, we're going all over and you hit it off. Yes. Yeah, something clicked in my head and I go, Oh my God, are you Ryan leaf? And he was like, yeah. And I almost fell out of my picnic table. I was like this, I go, I have followed your life. Like I just know so much about you. And he was so nice. So, um, great. His family seems wonderful. He just released, I believe it's a 10 part series podcast about his story. No
0: kidding. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, that his wife, Anna, who was lovely produced. And so I'm so excited to listen to that. And yeah, he seems to be doing really well. And it's just, it's one of those like names and figures and almost like absolutely legends of the world. And then to just be talking to him and not even realize I was it. I got in the car. I called my mom, my dad, my brothers. I was late to a lunch. They are not football fans. I told them, you know, I had a dream about telling someone that night. Like I was so into it. Um, and, yeah, I'm just so happy.
0: I was like, your family's so beautiful. Like, I was just so happy to, to see him doing so well. So for our listeners who don't know about Ryan Leaf, you should look up his story. It, it really is. It's something. And he is, as Megan said, one of those names that you just know. He was the second overall pick. Right behind Peyton. Right behind Peyton Manning, um, a quarterback, played for, you know, several franchises. Drafted by oh, the Boys, Chargers. Chargers. I think he... Spent some time in Tampa. He spent some
1: time places. I can't um, remember all of them, but at, I honestly think his rookie season he ended up having better like stats than Peyton because Peyton did set the record for mm-hmm. interceptions his rookie season, and um, it and it really was like who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Peyton or Ryan? You know, like the the Colts had the first pick and they and they chose Peyton, and there were people that thought they should have um, yeah picked Ryan, and then you know mm-hmm. his life. I think definitely took some twists and turns, but it's, it's really, it's really back on track. And I was thrilled to eat Chick-fil-A and talk to him.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You did tell everyone you knew you texted Sal, myself, (laughs) Eddie. So I'm happy that, uh, that you got to meet Ryan Leaf and I'm thrilled that he's doing well. That's, that's the best news of all. Um, in the NFL, if we're going to stick in that area, Kyler Murray, another quarterback, He was the first overall pick.
1: Yeah, I love um, Cutie Pie. I love when they show Ted running. <laughs> it's so funny. I've never even seen the movie Ted, but it cracks me up.
0: Kyler Murray is, um, I don't know, is he not happy? He's demanding. He's demanding of the Arizona Cardinals right now. He released a document. I'm not going to, it was a letter, but it, I believe it, it, it was a letter. document. Agent.
1: Yes. His agent released it in all caps um and the tiniest font and it was so long I did not read it uh, there was just not a chance I like saw how long it was and this is a man that I would like on the Indianapolis Colts and I said no I can't this is too long
0: it was like when Eddie was describing to us the logic behind the these problems. Yeah, I was like oh I'm out I was like, "Ooh, man!" Um, basically, the gist of this letter was that Kyler will stay with the Arizona Cardinals as long as they give him a contract extension with more money. Okay. <laughs> I, I what don't do know why I had to be in this? all caps. I mean, what do we make of this? It's and the other thing is, I know Kyler has done very well, and he should be extended. He's done
1: well. He's he's done this past season. I I, I don't. I, I don't know what happened. The beginning of the season was incredible. He did have some very important pieces go down. um, And then the back half of the season was kind of a disaster. And they went into the playoffs where they looked like they didn't belong.
0: And then the middle portion of the season, he didn't play because he was injured. Yeah. I do Mm -hmm. think he's one of those quarterbacks, though. You're like, how much better are we going to do? We should probably just extend him. Mm -hmm. But he is so tiny. He is. I'm I'm just stunned by this letter. And then, so if he doesn't get this contract extension, then where do we go? I don't know. Um, And the owner
1: has been on record now, you know, how much you can trust owners, of saying that he loves him and that he wants him there. But, yeah, I think this is just one of multiple – it kind of feels like the Russell Wilson of last year. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like there's just – quarterbacks that are unhappy. And I do think there's other position players that are unhappy, but we just don't like care about them as much. So it's like there's quarterbacks that are unhappy. And when a quarterback wants more money and or wants to lose, it gets so much media attention. And then you have an agent playing into it um, after the scrubbing of the social media by releasing this crazed ransom letter almost. Um, And, and so then it becomes, fodder for everyone to talk about especially at a time when the NFL doesn't really have anything else going on and so it just becomes this massive news story when it's like does this really even matter like is he gonna be in Arizona next season I think so absolutely um and we're gonna have spent all this time talking about his little Ted legs running around and this nutso agent and And then it's like, is it embarrassing then? You know, because Russell Wilson wanted to leave, wanted to leave, wanted to leave. And then he was back and then the team fell apart. And so it's like, does this type of, quote unquote, drama kind of mess up the gel and the vibe of the locker room for the upcoming season?
0: I don't know. And there's a lot of quarterback drama around the league. Aaron Rodgers, who I think ends up staying in Green Bay. Russell Wilson, I think he's one of the few who's gone... Kyler Murray, he's going to end up staying. I mean, a lot Jimmy of these quarterbacks. G on the move. Well, um, I think that one has validity to it. I think there are quarterbacks that will move, and then there's quarterbacks that are going to create drama for no reason. We're going mm-hmm. to follow their every move, and then they're going to stay on the same team.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it, I guess it gives us something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. You think that's what the agent is doing? Um <laughs> I Staying do, um, yeah, I do want us to close on a little college basketball, okay. um, because this, what, before we get to our Love is Blind recap, because this was a historic reason, or, I mean, take it back, this was a historic weekend, and not in a good way. Uh, on Saturday, all top six ranked teams lost on the road, and unfortunately, one of them was my Purdue Boilermakers mm-hmm. um, this college basketball season? There's they been lost to s- Michigan State. I don't even fucking know. I believe I. I, wa- d- I
0: think it was couldn't
1: Michigan even, State. couldn't even tell you. <laughs> but I said se- heard they lost, and I said don't like that. And then I heard everybody else <laughs> lost, and I said, well, I guess that's a little better. So <gasps> he- here's the thing, and the reason I don't know, I can't decide how in I need to go on Purdue because they. They always make the tournament. They're always like a team that's fun, and 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 I think this can be said for like the top fifteen teams. Like it just seems mm-hmm. crazed right now. Of like, <clears throat> you know, Baylor has injuries, and then this team is really good, but then they lose. Like there's Kansas is supposed to be the best. then like it's like whoever is number one immediately loses, and it there seem to be no favorites.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: I don't know how emotionally, hormonally invested I can be in this team if they're just going to lose in the sweet 16 like they usually do.
0: So I have my March Madness team. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. I already put money on them. I don't know if they're going to win it all, but they're going to go on a run in March. It's Texas. They lost last night. And this is the this is why I want them in March, because their average age on their team is older than the Oklahoma City Thunder. They have a lot of seniors. They have good guards, and they <laughs> have experience. And this is the type of team I want in March. So I don't care if they lost to Baylor. I don't care what's going on now. This is the team that's built for success in March. you got to be... You got to be cryptic about what team you pick. It's not always the number one seeds that are making it in March. It almost never is.
1: Um, So it just seems really crazy. And I know for, like, overall basketball fans, it's very exciting. Um, I do think if you're a fan of one of these top teams, it's very, very stressful. And hopefully the conference tournaments will be illuminating. But a lot Mm -hmm. of times they're not.
0: Um, So... I'm, I'm just glad fans are back because March Madness is one of the best times in sports. Oh my God. I was watching a TikTok of what these Kansas
1: kids do to get into the games. I, I worked for a website during college. And so I got to sit in the media section of the Purdue games. And I was like, not, there's not a world where I would be in a tent trying to go see the fucking Boilermakers. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. I had my little pass and I was hardly showing
0: up. Um, <clears throat> I do okay. love it, though, because it feels like we missed out on two years of March Madness. We did. So now we no.
1: get get back. I'm thrilled. I'm so happy it's back, and I'm going to be huge by this point. Um, so I will just be laying and watching,
0: and I can't wait. Are you doing March? No. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> and and you can name your child. Well, we already have the name for your child, but if you yeah. wanted to change the middle name. Maybe, is there a Jalen that's good? In March There's March? a lot.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's a, that's the nice thing. Jalen is such a like popular name now because mm-hmm. of Jalen Rose. That um, there's some good ones and there's some bad ones. So like, and then there's some different spe- spelling variations. There's a J A Y L E N. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be the the classic for Jalen Rose, Mm -hmm. whose mom claims
0: she invented the name and I believe her. Chet Cleaver was on my list of names to name myself after, so I'm glad I went Morant. I couldn't use it. No, Morant's easier. Yeah. Um,
1: Okay, Megan, a show that we've been loving, a show that is near and dear to both of our hearts that Chicago has captured is season two of Love is Blind. I feel responsible for getting you into it and I don't know if that's good or bad. It came to a conclusion... Mm -hmm. on um this past Friday so if you have not watched and you do care about this there will be spoilers ahead if you don't care and have watched please stay with us um wow I was shocked by the people that said no
0: um thrilled I would there was a there was a couple of shockers. There were some throughout. I was like, "These two don't even like each other."
1: Okay, yeah, Mallory and Sal. I'm guessing did you're not about. like each other. No, and but I thought it was going to be Mallory who said no, and it was Sal. And but it's like, Sal, you fucking played the ukulele so much,
0: you wrote so many songs, all to be like, "Nah, I because I, I would think Sal though loved her and knew he wasn't loved back, and he just mm. didn't want to sign up for a life like that."
1: Okay. Okay. So you think all his songs were, were genuine?
0: Yeah, I do. I think he was more into it than her and he knew that she didn't love him. Yeah. And he's correct. Um, And another couple
1: that ended up shaking out that way, whoa, shaking out that way was Shake
2: and Zeeps.
1: I was, because, and editors, gosh, these editors of reality shows, they, they, they honestly need to be up for awards because the Bravo editors, the Love is Blind, uh, the Love Island, they, they just capture moments and they, they storytell in tell. a way that's almost better than scripted editors because they know what's happening. Well, and they think about how much footage they have. Oh my God, they create whole narratives. I had no idea that Deeps knew that shake was like not gonna be good. Like, we just saw her being like, he, This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I can't wait to have a life together, saying all these, um, quote unquote, like bridal things. And yeah. then she gets up there in her absolutely gorgeous, um, Indian wedding attire Beautiful. and was like, You're not going to love me and appreciate me the way that I need. And so I'm out. And it almost seemed like A thumbs, like I said, a thumbs up. So their
0: relationship (laughs) was the saddest to me because they both wanted to love each other so much. And they both kept saying, he checks all the boxes. She checks all Mm -hmm. the boxes. But there was that one thing. There was no physical attraction. There was no next step. It's like, I think they both kept trying to figure out why don't I love this person? Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, she she didn't storm out of
1: there. But, like, we saw everyone else who ha- said no have a conversation afterwards. Mm-hmm. She was out. She was like, deuces, you weren't going to treat me right. And he was like, whatever, I'm going to Nobu. Like, it just, it's, I don't, it, it seemed like they, there was no love lost when it was like, you guys seem to have a genuine loving
0: friendship, at least. But remember the early episodes of when they were in the pods and how much of a dick shake um, was? No, he's the worst. He was awful. I really hated Shane at the beginning, but I hated shake most. Yeah. And I felt like deeps (laughs) brought out the best in shake, but at the end of the day, he's still an asshole.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of Shane, I'm so happy. Natalie said no. Mm. Uh, I think to tell the woman you're about to marry the night before your wedding, I hate you. And you're the worst thing that's ever happened to me. That's probably
0: not going to go well. No. And for a while, I loved their relationship because I started hating Shane and I loved Natalie. And then when they got together, I'm like, what, why would they yeah. ever do this? And then Natalie made Shane so much more likable because I texted you. He's, he's so dumb and annoying. Mm-hmm. And then when Natalie was with him, I was like, Oh, he's just a big golden retriever. Mm. That's what he is. And, t- and then things went South. Yes. With- a couple of days to go. Yeah. So I, I obviously have
1: multiple friends that I'm like texting about this. And one of my friends had a great theory about Shane that I feel idiotic. I didn't see. And they were like, I think he's very aware of the cameras and does all of his worst dick headed things off camera. Mm. And so he like, as the process went on, he started to be like, Oh uh, no, I can't do that. You know? And so we were seeing a better version of him because he was curating that for us. Oof.
0: And just by looking at
1: Shane, he looks like a guy who's very aware of cameras. Oh my God. In his cap sleeve. <laughs> um, yeah. So two couples ended up saying yes. And, and I wish them the best. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with um, either one. The reunion, I'm so excited. It comes out this Friday. I've got a very busy weekend. I don't know when I'm going to be able to see it, but I am very much looking forward to the natalie Shayna confrontation. No one came out looking worse than Shayna and her family that was definitely at January sixth, um, and that is not a tweet I will make you send this time. So I cannot wait um, for the hard questions that Shayna is going to get because that bitch she's such a classic quote unquote Christian of like I everything in my life matters about Jesus and then goes out into the world and is the most vile human you've ever seen.
2: Ugh.
0: When when she brought. And I forget his name. When she brought her, the guy she ended up breaking up with. Kyle? Maybe. When she brought (laughs) Kyle to her home and they met her parents, that was one of the funniest moments on television in 2022. Oh, my God. It was so (laughs) wild. I'm like, all your brothers want to have sex with you. And they're like, we need somebody who's on a walk with Christ. Get them a show on Fox News. I will not be
1: watching it, but... America. They need it. But yeah, that is. They are. They're the Kardashians of Fox News. That that Shayna family. Oh my gosh. Okay, Megan. Um, we are. We're really making something out of nothing during this NFL offseason. We are covering so many topics. I'm. I'm almost more excited to do the show because we're not beholden to maybe having to talk about the Colts losing. <laughs>
0: Is it the cold season ending or or is it that we're in the off season who really knows. No, I think it's the the off season there's a freedom to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and there's a delusion.
1: At right now pff, we're all going to win the Super Bowl next year, you know, and that that's
0: fun. <laughs> this is what keeps fans alive, just hope. I know. Yeah. All right, we'll um, see you next week. Thank you everyone for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. See you next Tuesday. Good luck Eddie.